Let me pray. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus as I share with the young people, the children, the elderly who are here, O oh God. May you use me to inspire them as we also pray for them, O oh God. Minister to them. May the Holy Spirit guide us to meet their needs, O oh God. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Our theme is the encounter of the cross. I'm going to be talking about take your cross and follow Jesus. Luke chapter 14 verse 27 reads, If anyone does not carry his cross and follow me, he cannot be my disciple. How do we encounter the cross? Stephen James said, the gifts of the master, our God, are these. Freedom, life, hope, new direction, transformation, and intimacy with God. If the cross was the end of the story, we would have no hope. But if the cross is in the end of the story, Jesus didn't escape from death when he was crucified. He conquered it and opened the way to heaven for all of us who dare to believe in him. The truth of this moment, if we let it sweep over us, it is stunning. It means Jesus is who he really is as he claimed to be. Jesus is the one who said we were lost and we are lost. Jesus is the only way to intimately and spiritually connect with God. When we look at the cross, we do not take it as a place where Christ was defeated. It is a place where we draw strength, power, and courage. How do we encounter the cross? Number one, we encounter the cross by taking the cross to be our cross just like Jesus. The cross represented a place of death and a place where you die on the cross. When I take my cross, I'm pronouncing that I'm on my way to death to my sinful nature in exchange for Christ's new life. It means I embracing the salvation. When he went to the cross, he went on my behalf. That I may receive the forgiveness of God and the newness of life 
that God wants us, all of us, to experience. Philippians chapter 2, verse 8 reads, it says, being found in the appearance of a man, he humbled himself, Christ, and became obedient to death, even death on the cross. When you take up your cross, it leads you to a path of humility and selflessness. Because in God's kingdom, to be great, to be powerful, to be used by God, you must be humble. It meant death to selfishness. It meant death to fleshly nature. Today, a lot of young people are in trouble because of the flesh. Nama, the desires of the flesh. But thank God, these young people who are here, who are taking the cross of Jesus, they are going to crucify the flesh. They are going to rise up in a new way to do great things with disciplined life, with new vision, new determination, new courage to do extraordinary things for the sake of the kingdom of God. Robert Farah Capon says, Jesus came to raise the dead. He did not come to teach the teachable. He did not come to improve the improvable. He did not come to reform the reformable. None of these things works. Anything else out of Christ in sin, if feel it's dead. But when you come to Christ, the biggest radical exchange happens. He does not only forgives you your sins, he empowers you to live a new life just like him. The cross, when you take it, you are pronouncing that your life has surrendered to the will of God. And you are living in total obedience to Christ. We are praying. And everybody who is here. That may God help us. That we may surrender. Submit our life to Jesus. Live totally in obedience to him. Young people today are rebelling against the laws of God. But these young people here, they are radical about God. They know he's the way. They know he has the key to their future, to their success. Young people, we are going to make it with God, not as our enemy, but with God as our friend. God is going to give us his power to lead in society, to become scientists, to become church leaders. To become political leaders of quality and of power and of integrity. Not because God is our enemy, but God is on our side. If God is for us, who can be against us? We are going to defeat the drug culture. We are getting out of the drug culture. We are not going to be young people who walk about as talented people, but who are zombies, controlled by chemicals. The only chemical in our life will be the Holy Spirit and nothing else. We are not going to be a generation that is going to die out of Nyaupe. We are coming out of Nyaupe. 
We're not going to be a generation that is going to die on the poverty of the experience of our parents. Our parents might have brought us in poverty, but that's where we are born. That is where we start. That is not where we are going to die. God has greater things for us. We are going to be a generation of rich entrepreneurs. We are going to run big companies. We are going to run big schools. We are going to run big and new political parties that have a new vision, new purpose. We are going to be transformers. We are not going to follow trends. Hey, Harilotsamayalinmo, yeah, Yalefati. We are the ones who change the world. We are world changers. We are world transformers. We don't follow the crowd. The crowd follow us because we follow Jesus. Jacqueline K. Hesley says, Jesus lived his life for you. He then gave his life to you. Now he wants to live his life through you. We are going to be a generation of young people where people don't know Jesus. We are going to be the Jesus in our schools where young people just like us who are hip, who are happening, who dress like them but think differently like them, who, 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 who are in the same courses like them but speak the language of domination, of power, of control, of achievement, of purpose. You're going to be a different kind of young person. You are not going to be the one who's influenced. You are going to be the influencer for the sake of the kingdom of God. Young people, when we take the cross, Jesus gives us the resolve to face and conquer hardships and persecutions. In, Psalms, in Philippians 1.29, the scripture says, For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but you have the privilege of suffering for him. We are going to be young people who face challenges that come our way. We are going to face them. Yes, sweet. We are going to speak the word in our circumstances. We are going to speak the word in our situation. We are going to call things that be not as though they are. We are going to speak our dream. We are going to speak our opportunities. We are going to speak our breakthroughs. We are not going to be wingers and complainers. We are not going to be young people who run away from problems. But we are going to move on to do greater things for the name of Jesus Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. When you take up your cross, it means you have submitted your entire life to him as your Lord. It means Christ is your ultimate influence. It means Christ is your ultimate inspiration. Dwight L. Moody says, give your life to God. He can do more with it than you can. When you give your life to God, God can have mileage, more mileage, more value out of your life. Go and ask Esther 
From being a pretty girl, she became a national liberator. When women were not recognized in Persia for leadership, a young girl saved the nation. Go and ask Peter when an ordinary fisherman became the first amongst the apostles of Christ. He was in the inner circle of Christ. He became an iconic church leader. Yet he was just a simple, simple fisherman. Oh, you might be simple. You might be a nobody in society. But nobody's in the hands of God becomes great achievers, become great leaders. Don't undermine what God has purposed in your life. May the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two. Number two. When you take up your cross, it means you are saying, I'm going to carry all the instructions that Jesus has given to me as his follower. In Luke chapter 6, verse 46, the scripture reads, Jesus says to the people who are following him, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? When you are a follower of Jesus, you know how to take instructions from Jesus very seriously. For they provide you with the direction you need if you follow them. Simon Sinek says, directions are instructions given to explain how. Direction is a vision offered to explain why. We don't want you to be a young person. We don't want you to be a Christian who lives without direction. You need to know where you are going. You need to know what you are sent to accomplish. You need to know what the word of the Lord is for you. Obey the word of God, not only when it suits you, but you obey it and you practice his word daily. In John chapter 8, verse 31 to verse 32, the scripture reads, Jesus said to those who believed in him, if you obey my teachings, you are really my disciples. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. We must not become people who are easily swayed by the world. We must be influenced by the word of God, by the truth of God's word that frees us. We must not become people who are shaped by the world. We must be shaped by the principles of Jesus Christ. One unknown writer says, you are always a decision away from a different life. Young people, young people, children, elderly Christians, matured Christians, we need to know that as children of God, we can make the right decision to carry the cross of Jesus. We can make the right decision to take our instructions from Jesus. Jesus, as we take the instructions from him, one of his instructions to us, he says, we must be the light to others who are in the dark about God, who are in the dark about God's purposes, who are in the dark about salvation. Thomas S. Muson says, if you want to give the light to others, you must glow yourself. You must glow. You must be, 
that, that you, you can't give light when the fuse of your globe has blown. Don't allow your fuse to be blown. Glow with the character of God. Glow with the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. Glow with the revelation, of the knowledge of the word of God. The third thing about taking your cross and following Christ, it is about you following Christ as your model. Oh, Jesus must be the example that inspire you, that you follow, that you pattern your life after. Paul writes to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 to verse 2. And the scripture reads, Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children. Oh, God loves us dearly. And God says we must imitate him. Live a life of love just as Christ loved us and gave up himself as a fragrant offering and a sacrifice for God. Christian Neville Bovis says, principles, he says, examples has more followers than reason. We unconsciously imitate what pleases us and approximate the characters that we most admire. Ugutula inderi, hufita kelelo. One good example has more power than sitting down and having a discussion about the truth. As Christians, we must seek to become more and more like Jesus. You see, Jesus provokes you. He becomes a pace setter that you have to follow in the following way. Oh, Jesus when you imitate him, he, he provokes you to love everybody. That you live a life free, no grudges, no hate, no jealousy. You just love. You see, when you hate people, when you are jealous about people's success, you live a life under weight. You are highly burdened. We made Your life must be lighter. Your life must be carefree because you love others who are created in the image of God. Mark chapter 12, 31 reads, this is the second commandment. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. writes this word when he talks about the love of God. He says, Jesus Christ was the extremist of the love, the truth, and the goodness of God. Let us be extremists about love. Not immorality. Not sex out of marriage. Not drugs. Not things that are corrupt. Let us be extremists about the love of God. When they curse you, you bless them. Because you are highly favored and blessed. Nobody can take the blessings of God. When they, they may hurt you. They, they may exclude you. They may sideline you. They may gossip against you. But if God says you are blessed, you are blessed. Nobody can take and cancel the work of God upon your life. When you follow the example of Jesus, 
it is when you serve sacrificially to meet the needs of others to help them to deal with their challenges Mark chapter 23 verse 11 reads the greatest among you will be your servant all of us wants to be great all of us want to be prominent God says if you want to be prominent if you be a servant serve serve greet people young people when you see elderly people carrying groceries and they walk offer your service give your sacrifice of strength when you see them elderly people with gardens that are kept for because they have nobody who's taking care of them offer yourself just to cut their lawn be of service sow the right seed and you will see the blessings of God when you water others you yourself will be watered by God you can only lead through service Jesus wants us to be servant leaders Marian Wright Edelman says service service is the very purpose of life it is the rent we pay for living here on the planet oh let's learn from Jesus to live a life that is pleasing to God let's learn from Jesus to pattern our character not by following the world not by following corrupt wrong and wayward trends that are there let us develop by following the spirituality that Jesus has showed for us Jesus read the word thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you David says as a young man your word is a lamp unto my feet it is a light that lightens my path you will never walk in darkness you will never face confusion as a young person you will be a young person who is sober minded let us learn from Jesus Jesus says in John 5 30 by myself I can do nothing I judge only as I hear my judgment is just for I seek not to please myself but to please him who has sent me young people matured Christians who are here let us all of us strive to be God pleasers let the world laugh at us but let God smile over us smile over us because we are making choices that are pleasing to God let us not try to be popular with the world but unpopular with God when one person is standing with God against the world he's a majority we have to learn to have a backbone as young people your parents did not raise you in a drug culture but when you go to school you learn things that you are not supposed to learn 
It's about time, young people, we are known for making the right choices. Right choices for maturity of our age. Let's make the right choices about sex. That sex is good, but I'm waiting for it in my honeymoon. Angifuni in a rush. Angifuni in a rush. Because my life is not a rush. My life is not cheap. I'm looking for it with somebody who says, I do to you. I don't want to be a weekend special. I don't want to be somebody who's not respected. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are beautiful. And you must treat yourself with that beauty. But it is about those choices you make. It is about that beauty, that behavior that you must adopt. A behavior that is pleasing to God. That God, I will live for you in my youth. That God, I will abide by your truth. That God, I will have purity that you want me to have. If I've messed up, I come before you. Forgive me of my sins. But henceforth, I'm looking at my future as a pure young person, as a sober young person, as a talented young person, as a disciplined young person. Rick Warren says, there is nothing that God won't do for the person who is totally absorbed in pleasing him. Oh, unkulunkulu, uzok busisa. When he was in prison because he was planted for a crime he did not commit. But he chose I won't compromise my standard. I will keep myself pure. I will be a loyal worker. Even when he was in prison, from prison he moved into the palace. Into the palace. From Siboshua to number two in the country. God will never keep away any good thing. When you say yes to his purity. When you say yes to his vision. You, 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 you will get degrees without compromise. You will get business opportunities without selling your moral birthright. You don't have to lower your standards. The world will rise to God's standards that you have chose to live by. If you choose to be honest, the world will deal with you honestly. If you choose to live according to the truth, the world will come to that level and bless you where God has elevated you. From Jesus. We learn that we must follow his example in order to be inspired by the works of God. In John chapter 14 verse 12, Jesus says, Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will also do. Greater works than these he will do. Because I go to the Father. When we follow Jesus, oh, 
he unlocks the keys into the miracles of God. Where there is no way, you see God open a way for you. Where there is no money because of a poverty background, God brings provision. David in his youth, we are fagas, uti. I've been young, now I'm old. I have never seen Abalungileyo, the righteous forsaken by God, or their children begging for bread. We are not going to be a generation of beggars. We are going to be a generation of people who are wealth creators. We are going to be a generation of people who open opportunities for others. We are going to be a generation who are not running for blessers. We are going to be the blessers. Hey, we are going to be the blessers. The blessers without corruption. The blessers who are disciplined. The blessers who serve to show people the goodness of God. Chris Hemi says, even the richest brands, even the richest brands are robbed of their influence by poor character. It does not matter how powerful you are. Bishop Elia prayed for us, recognizing the talent that you carry. It does not matter how talented you are. But if you are a brand, if you are a brand that has no morals, you have lost your influence. You have been robbed of your power. You have been robbed of your impact. Protect. Protect what Christ has to offer in your life in taking your cross. To follow him. There is no shortcut. There is no shortcut to riches. There is no shortcut to leadership. There is no shortcut to be used by God. It is only the way of the cross. But the cross, it is not a place of defeat. It is a place of our victory. Let us all stand and pray. As we are standing everywhere here, we are going to make different prayers. We have challenged you from the prayer that Bishop prayed before I preached about living your life for God. About cashing in on the talents and the opportunities and the anointing that God has given to your life. But there is an enemy out there, the devil, who wants to do everything in his power to destroy the greatness of God in him. Bishop The devil is not going to have you in the name of Jesus. The devil is not going to have you. Siago kipa kulama statistics abasha abasainya upe. We we are taking you out of the statistics 
of the young people who are becoming pregnant before they finish their education. We are, we are taking you out in the name of Jesus. We are taking you out of the statistics of the young people who run away from their homes. discipline. The spirit of rebellion will never have you. You are going to be a different brand of a young person. As we have our eyes closed and every head bowed. Maybe you are a young person who's here. You have never given your life to Jesus. You must take that decision today and say, Jesus, in my youth, I'd like to follow you. I'd like to live for you. If you are here and you want me to pray with you that you give your life to Jesus, could you please raise your hand where you are? Let me see that hand. I'll pray for you. God bless you. He means business. You are a matured person. Jesus is saying, come to me just as you are with your mistakes, with your wrongs. I will forgive you. I will wash you. I will bless you. And I will give you a better future. How will it take? I'm going to ask all who have raised their hands whether you are young you are a child or you are a matured person you are an adult could you kindly come down to the altar here in the front and let us pray with you Take your Bibles, take your belongings as you come. And please walk on the pitch as you come. We'd like to pray for you. Sitela Sondele. Siso Kulega Ganyinawe. Sitela Sondele. Siafisa. Ugutsna Kulega Ganyinawe. Just come. Wherever you are seated. Just come.